Friday, 1st of May, 2020. My name is Ravneet and you are listening to episode 7 of Ellipsis. When I first kicked off Ellipsis, I kept looking through my bookmarked poems and I found several that helped me think about death. I said to myself I'm going to wait a while to read dark poems because we were under lockdown and all of us could do with some poems that lift our hopes and spirits. This past week, though, has been uneasy, headlined with the death of two cinematic stalwarts. One of those guys taught us the cinematic language of romance. The other romanced in a language we hadn't seen before in cinema. Our lockdown situations have warranted a somberness of mood that has persisted through the long days and nights. So many people are finding ways to stay positive and happy through these days. But I just got off the phone with a dear friend and I was complaining to him that I find it unnatural to want to be happy when I am, in fact, feeling sad. What is it about sadness that we refuse to accept and acknowledge and lie down in bed with? Because we haven't encouraged a healthy understanding of mental health, we seem to see mental states as binaries. If you are not exaggeratedly, Instagramily happy with screenshots of Zoom calls and lockdown stories, you must be terribly sad. And I have two problems with this thought. One, being sad is being human, so we should not deny it. Two, it is a huge disservice to people with chronic anxiety and depression to not allow mental states to exist on a spectrum. It is possible for me to be sad without being clinically depressed. I want to take a moment to acknowledge the enormity of the change and hardship so many people in the world are going through. This terrible moment should not be treated like a water cooler break or the office Wi-Fi going down. It is not a moment of virtual joys and merrymaking. It is indeed a time that should evoke in us a solemnity we seem to actively shy away from. The poem today is hence a state impassive take on death. It says to us that there are many ways to live, many ways to die, but only one way to be dead. The poem is Six Cheerful Couplets on Death by Michael Blumenthal. Six Cheerful Couplets on Death by Michael Blumenthal. Most things won't happen, Larkin said, but this one will. We will be dead. The saddest thing in each context is knowing that we could be next. Some take the bus, some take the train, some die in sleep, the rest in pain. But of one thing we can be sure, all die imperfect, each impure. Some wishing that they had been better, others worse, but no one deader. Shoes left like Buddhists at the door. Those won't be needed 
anymore. Most things won't happen, Larkin said, but this one will. We will be dead. The saddest thing in each context is knowing that we could be next. Some take the bus, some take the train, some die in sleep, the rest in pain. But of one thing we can be sure, all die imperfect, each impure. Some wishing that they had been better, others worse, but no one deader. Shoes left like Buddhists at the door, those won't be needed anymore. That was six cheerful couplets on death by Michael Blumenthal. I want to say to you that if you are feeling like the world seems unfamiliar, there is depressing news at every break of dawn, people behave unexpectedly, and you find yourselves retreating from the comfort of that which was once comfortable, it is all right. It is all right to reject the pressure to be productive and happy. This feeling here, this is not boredom. This is not the angst of reaching back into time for the lives we had. This feeling here is shedding show wings and feeling the grisly surface of our skins, of molting and finding ourselves transformed by an unusual experience, of remembering that this is what loss feels like. The poem I read today was Six Cheerful Couplets on Death by Michael Blumenthal. I found this poem on Amit Verma's fantastic Twitter thread through the National Poetry Writing Month of April, where he posted a poem each day. There's a link in the podcast notes that takes you to the poem on his blog, India Uncut, if you want to read it again. Stay safe. Give yourself the freedom to feel how you feel. Reading poetry is one of the most comforting things I know. There's one for however you are feeling tonight. Until Tuesday, living in ellipsis, Ravneet Bhava. Mm-hmm.